Imagine being able to buy cars and even financing them using crypto. Don't miss this episode as I interview Josh Taylor, the COO of Carnomaly, the first digital vehicle marketplace powered by blockchain technology. Stay tuned and don't miss this one. Welcome to the new to crypto podcast designed to guide you through the crypto landscape with pinpoint accuracy created for the new and intermediate crypto investor join your host crypto travels michael as he takes you through the different facets of getting started and succeeding in your crypto journey new to crypto podcast brings you new episodes daily monday through friday with surprise bonus episodes sometimes on the weekend let me ask you are you new to crypto don't know where to start are you more experienced but have questions? Then you're in the right place. This podcast is designed for you. Coming at you from the Trading Center in the Lifestyle Design Studio, here's your host, Crypto Travels Michael. Brave Wallet is the first secure crypto wallet built natively in a Web3 crypto browser. No extension required. You can store, manage, and grow your portfolio, get NFTs, and multi-chain support. Download the Brave Privacy Browser at brave.com slash new to crypto and click on the wallet icon to get started. I'm excited about today's episode. Today I have a special guest, Josh Taylor. He's the COO of Cardinomaly. And this is the first digital vehicle marketplace powered by blockchain technology. And uh, Josh, thanks for coming out today. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Hey, Michael. Thanks. Uh, appreciate you having us. Absolutely. Hey, man, before we jump into everything, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So I'm uh, from Texas. Well, I was born and raised in San Antonio. Our company is based out of the Dallas area. But, you know, from a very young age, I was very interested in vehicles, owned motorcycles, some fast cars, trucks. And so always been very interested in that. Got interested in the crypto industry in about 2017 sort of jumped headfirst into it and learned everything I could. And so uh, anyway, working with Carnomaly is sort of merging the two uh, interests that I have. Yeah. Awesome. I know a lot of our uh, friends in crypto, everyone's into cars, you know, from, from yeah. the DGEN life to just the regular day-to-day get up. So that's... Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Tell me, in, in a nutshell, can you like unpack for our listeners, what is Carnomaly? So we are, you know, as our website says, we're the first digital marketplace for vehicles, um, goals and some uh, solutions that we're building out. One of the main ones is to allow people to interact with their vehicle history. So right now, when you go to purchase a vehicle, you can get a Carfax and the dealers will provide that. But that really doesn't give you a whole bunch of information. It doesn't give you any maintenance data or anything like that. So we're making it so that end users or the consumers can finally interact with that report instead of just seeing what's on there and saying like, okay, it has this many owners. It's been in this state. Uh, this is how old it is. This is how many miles or if it was in a wreck or not. We're allowing people or we're, we're enabling people to go in and actually finally start uploading that data so that there can uh, be more transparency for the consumers and then also for the dealers when it comes to trade-ins or private sales. Okay. And can you expand a little bit about on, you know, on your website, it talks about you're an all-in-one blockchain-based car buying platform. So does, does that mean that I can buy cars and, and pay with my crypto or how, how does that work? So we are building out a Carnomaly, uh, the marketplace. 
So it will allow users to purchase vehicles uh, with certain top cryptos, but especially with the with the car token. Using the car token, you'll be able to get uh, a little bit of a better deal on the vehicle. So yeah, people will be able to go in and purchase a vehicle there. Uh, they can pay for certain reports if they want information on the vehicle, uh, which are going to be much more detailed than like I had mentioned with the current vehicle history reports like you see with Carfax. Uh, we've partnered with a, a government organization called NIMVITIS, which is the National Motor Vehicle Title Information System here in the U.S. And so basically they report a lot of the stuff that you'll see if a vehicle is salvaged or you know has certain recalls or anything like that. All of that gets reported. And so all of that will tie in uh, to our current reporting, as well as consumers being able to go in and actually see the type of maintenance that's being done or if there are any uh, aftermarket upgrades people make to vehicles. Instead of just going to the dealer or to an individual and saying like, yeah, I got this done. You, it's actually going to be recorded on the blockchain and it's on a hyperledger, uh, which is our car chain. It was built on hyperledger. So there won't be any cost uh, associated with the crypto side of it for uploading maintenance and data. In fact, you'll be getting incentives for uploading that information. Hmm, interesting. So, so basically your new partnership with the National Motor Vehicle Title Information System basically helps protect consumers from, from fraud, basically, right? So they, they have an accurate um, account of information about that vehicle. Correct. That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, Carfax actually does work with them as well. And so this sort of allows us to come full circle. So it allows us to provide the same information that Carfax does when you're looking at vehicle history, but it also it enhances it because we're getting uh, data from the end user, from the person that is actually driving the vehicle every day. Okay. So I also saw in uh, my research about, because you guys have some exciting things, different components of what you're doing. Can you share with our listeners about car DeFi and how it ties into DeFi? So what basically DeFi is, is it allows people all over the world to take their crypto and uh, fund certain things. Well, car dealers are the ones making most of the money on buying and selling vehicles. This allows you to make easy interest on uh, financing vehicles for people worldwide. So you'll be able to fund, they're called liquidity pools or funding pools. So you'll be able to uh, send your Bitcoin or certain top cryptos, including the car token, you'll be able to send it into these funding pools. And once it's fully funded, that money will be distributed to people that are seeking uh, financing on vehicles. Interesting. Hmm. Very good. Yeah. So, you know, so you take someone that is in another country that wouldn't have that opportunity to make easy interest on their money in the United States. And this facilitates that. So uh, and it's one of those things where when those liquidity pools get funded and the vehicles are purchased by the individuals seeking the financing, say they were to default on uh, their obligation, then Carnomaly would actually handle the repossession and uh, sale of the vehicle to recoup those funds. Uh, but it's going to be over a pool of vehicles. It's not going to be like you're funding one person and all of your risk is on that one person since it's spread out over however big the funding pool is. So, you know, say there's 20 vehicles that are purchased through that funding pool, your your risk is diminished because of the, uh, the risk being spread out over 20 different people uh, purchasing vehicles. So it helps to offset some of the risk that, you know, with, with current DeFi, uh, it's there's not really anything backing it. And this, uh, this uh, approach to DeFi allows there to be a physical asset that is backing uh, the finance. Definitely. Yeah. And I also like, I really like the part about minimizing risk. So breaking down another component of Car Anomaly, what is Car Chain? Well, how does that tie into what you're doing? 
So car chain is the uh, the vehicle history reporting. That is where the information is going to be stored. So say you get your oil changed and you want to upload that information to our solution, car chain. We're developing an app. We've developed an app where you basically just take your phone and you scan your VIN and then you re- record your mileage. So you'll just say this is the mileage and it take a little video to confirm uh, the information and confirming that you're the owner of the vehicle doing it. And then you'll be able to upload your receipts and all of that gets reported to the car chain. And the benefit, uh, again, is is transparency. Most people, when they hear of a, a used car salesman, I mean, that's that's a, a, a term in and of itself, used car salesman, right? Everyone thinks that they're sleazy. And the reason is because you don't know if they're trying to sell you a lemon or what it is. So if a vehicle has been uh, maintained and all of that stuff, and it's all been uh, uploaded to the car chain, then it'll provide that transparency to the consumer. So in the future, our hope is that if you're going to buy a vehicle and you don't see any history reported on the car chain, you're probably not going to want to purchase it because you know that either one, they weren't doing proper maintenance or two, it's just a quick, a quick flip, something that they, you know, bought off salvage uh, at the auction and they're just trying to flip it to you. So it, it provides transparency for the consumer in that respect, but also for the dealers. When you go in to trade a vehicle in, they're always trying to give you bottom dollar. And, you know, to echo that just last month, I went to a dealer and I was going to trade in a Toyota Camry, which is like one of the most reliable vehicles. And the resale values values on those is really good. And they wanted to give me $2,500. And so I messaged with them back and forth a little bit and they doubled what they were going to give me. And so it just puts a bad taste in your mouth. But for a dealer, the reason they do that is because they don't know what they're getting into. They don't know how it's been maintained. They don't know what the car has been through other than what they see on the Carfax, which can be lacking in a lot of areas. So by providing all of this additional transparency to the dealer, it will give them more confidence when they go to offer you a certain amount for your vehicle. Mm-hmm. And is the, the marketplace, is it going to be available for people to purchase vehicles just in the United States or is this worldwide or what are your plans? Yeah. So the plan is to be worldwide. Um, now, that obviously, there's certain rules and regulations that we need to follow and make sure that we're in compliance with all of those things, which is, uh, which is you know, one of those things that we're going to be working on moving forward. But uh, yeah, for the time being, as soon as we launch the marketplace, it will be here in the U.S. And then we will begin to expand you know, especially to North America and then other countries. Okay. And let's, let's talk about your, your token just for a moment. You touched on it earlier, but Carnomaly has its own token called the car token and that's C-A-R-R. And so can you share with the listeners how this ties in to the overall platform? You know, I know I see that the car token is an ERC 20 token. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, CARD actually stands for Comprehensive Automotive Records Repository, which is what the car chain is going to be. So it's just a repository for all of the uh, data on vehicles. Um, and the reason we've tokenized it is obviously one for funding, you know, for uh, developing out. That was one of the, uh, the the main things. But we're also including certain utility functions for the token. Um, one of them being you'll be able to pay for a vehicle with the car token and you'll be able to fund the liquidity pools so we're going to have those main uh, utility functions built in. We have several others that we're working on as well. Uh, we're looking at different types of membership uh, that will allow you to benefit and certain incentives based on those memberships or just maybe like a single membership. And so in order to purchase those, you would use the car token. So it's not just one of those uh, tokens that uh, a lot of companies will develop. They use it for funding and then there's really no use case for it. That's the big problem with cryptos. You've got so many tokens and there's nothing you can do with them other than they're sort of in a way tied to a company because it's 
associated with it, but there's no utility function for it. That's one of the big problems. And so there's just faith in it. And that's what keeps the value high based on how the company is doing. But a big misconception that people have is that when you purchase a token or you purchase a coin that a company has developed, you're not purchasing that company. You're not purchasing like on the stock exchange, you don't purchase a share. Uh, I mean, on the stock exchange, you purchase a share of the company. But with crypto, that's not how it works at all. You're not purchasing part of the company. You're not becoming an owner of the company by purchasing a token. You're just purchasing the asset or the token that they have developed to help them with their system. And so that's why there's like governance for certain tokens that allow you to vote and have voting rights. So that's basically what we're doing is we're, we're developing that out so that there will be major utility functions for the car token and not just something that's associated with this because it has car on it. Understood. Yeah. And then I wanted to uh, say one more thing. It is an ERC-20 token, but one of the things we're actually working on right now, because as you know, gas fees for the Ethereum network are horrible. And especially if you want to send one of the tokens, like to send ETH, it's not, I mean, it's not cheap, but it's also not super expensive, maybe 10 bucks or so. The price fluctuates. But if you want to send a token, it can be $30, sometimes even more. So we're actually going to uh, be migrating over to the Avalanche platform, which will really help the speed of our transactions uh, for the token, as well as bringing the cost essentially to nothing. So it'll make it a lot easier. Oh, I really like that. What are your plans in terms of timeline? When are you guys doing making that move uh, over to Avalanche? So the goal is to have uh, our migration done uh, by February. So we've done all of the build out on the smart contract. We're just finalizing a couple of the things. We've got some uh, security audits that we've got to get done for it. So we're working on on sort of buttoning up everything when it comes to the uh, the smart contract and making sure that that is uh, where it needs to be. And then we'll have the uh, security audit and then we'll be good to go. Excellent. And what what's the token supply for the car token, by the way? The current supply uh, is 530 million. The circulating supply, which is really what matters, uh, is I think like 380 million. Okay. Excellent. And I wanted to ask you in terms of your your platform where people can actually go and purchase vehicles, uh, when, when is the rollout? What's your roadmap look like with that? So the marketplace is where you're going to be able to go in and purchase vehicles. So we're building out, uh, we've built out the car chain. We're just developing the app and then we're going to work on the DeFi component. And then after that comes the Carnomaly marketplace. So that's sort of the, the steps that we're moving forward uh, with. And it's all going to be part of, a, of the same app that you'll be able to do that with. Now we will have the website for the marketplace, but most of it is going to be in an app. And the reason we decided to do it that way, Michael, is because most people worldwide use mobile phones, uh, not PCs. And so that's why, since we're going worldwide, we wanted to make sure that uh, the priority was to develop the app out and have that be uh, the primary uh, goal uh, for development moving forward. But yeah, so it's going to be CarChain, and we'll have that uh, performing and and working on the app. And then after that, it's going to be the DeFi that we build out, followed up by the uh, CarNomaly Marketplace. Wow, you guys are building an entire well-rounded platform. How, How long have you guys been working on this project since inception? So Carnomaly was founded in 2018. Uh, back then, it was just very simple. We were kind of wanting to uh, just tokenize the industry and make it so that you would get like a little bit of a reward for purchasing or maintaining a vehicle. We hadn't even conceptualized car chain and, and all of the data that end users could benefit from by knowing you know what materials and what just maintenance products are being used on vehicles. So it's it's really come a long way since then. And when we originally tokenized it, the original supply and everything like that was specifically only for uh, rewards 
to be paid out. It, it didn't, uh, it didn't have anything to do with DeFi. That was something that we came up with in, in 2020. And then adding the Carnomaly marketplace. And there's several other things that we're going to be working on, like car pay, which allows you to make your, your vehicle payment, uh, with the car token or other top cryptos. So you'll be able to make monthly payments with it. And then there's going to be other things too that we're building into it. For instance, like when you get into a car accident, you call your insurance company and you tell them, Hey, I was in an accident. And then they need uh, the police report showing that. And then hopefully you have dash cam footage and stuff like that. So we're making it so that you can actually file a claim within the app. So there's other things that we're building into it, you know, not just the, the DeFi or not just the, the car chain, but so that it's all in one place. Everything that come that goes with your vehicle. The Carnomaly app is going to be sort of tied to it. And if you don't have that, then it's going to be hard to just keep a, a record, a clean record of your vehicle. Brave Wallet is the first secure crypto wallet built natively in a Web3 crypto browser. What's Web3? Web3 is freedom from big tech and Wall Street. More control and better privacy. But there's a weak point in Web3, your crypto wallet. Most wallets are browser extensions, a Web2 technology. That means the same old risks, app spoofing, phishing scams, and theft. Brave Wallet is different. Brave Wallet is the first secure wallet built natively in a Web3 crypto browser, no extension required. With Brave Wallet, you can buy, store, send, and swap assets, manage NFTs, even connect other wallets and dApps, all from the security of the best privacy browser on the market. Whether you're new to crypto or a seasoned pro, it's time to ditch those risky extensions. It's time to switch to Brave Wallet. Download Brave at brave.com forward slash new to crypto and click on the wallet icon to get started. Hmm. Let's let's talk about you just mentioned uh, making in the future, you know, people will be able to make their car payment with crypto. So this, that means that they'll be able to access basically a crypto loan to finance their car, put a down payment for the car, say using Bitcoin or maybe Ethereum, and and essentially make their monthly payment by using crypto. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yep. Oh man, that's exciting. That's going to be a, a game changer in the industry in both absolutely crypto. Yeah. You know, because so many people have crypto, and you know, not everyone wants to just get out of it into fiat and you know pay for the regular things of life. Doing the change, the fact that they're going to be able to stay in crypto and, you know, purchase a vehicle, et cetera, and, you know, make their payments, for example, with crypto is so much more convenient and there's there's such an advantage and a need for it. Right. Which is, you know, it, it sort of uh, harkens back to the utility function of, of certain cryptos and there's mm-hmm. over 15,000 out there. And what can you do with most of them? Well, the hopes for most people in the crypto industry is to just make money off of it, but there's not really much you can do with it. You can make payments or you can pay for certain things. But for it to be a, you know, a, a daily thing where you can actually use it for certain functions and then tying that into our ecosystem, you know, we're just really hoping to. And, and the other thing, too, is that uh, a lot of the problems plaguing the auto industry, it, it's one of those things where, well, the auto industry in and of, in and of itself is sort of age old. They're, they've been doing things the way they've been doing them for a long time. It works. You know, why try and change it? But with technology improving and changing so much. It makes sense to provide this additional transparency to consumers, to dealers, and uh, even on the manufacturing side, so that when a vehicle starts to be manufactured, say over there in Mexico or in Japan or Germany or wherever, all of that is 
is recorded on the blockchain so that and so that you know okay my vehicle was made here it was made at this factory with these parts and so if something's wrong with it you can go just look at the blockchain and it's all recorded right there and you don't have to keep files for yourself it's all on the blockchain yeah i really like that the transparency of that let, let me ask you where can our listeners actually acquire your tokens where where are they available you know to access right now yeah so right now they're trading on kucoin and uh probit and then there's uh some decentralized exchanges uh, that's on uniswap as well okay so they could go there um and, and purchase it for the time being because of the of the migration if you do purchase it on kucoin then they're going to be handling the uh the migration over to avax so if you were holding it on kucoin you wouldn't have to worry at all but if you're holding it or if you trade it on a decentralized exchange like we have it on PancakeSwap, you would need to migrate it back over or you would need to bridge it back over to make sure on the ETH network. Because when we do the migration, we're just basically going to be taking a snapshot of everything on the ERC-20 network and then uh, minting tokens on the AVAX. And then we're just going to be canceling everything that goes on on the ERC-20 side. And so that's all going to be handled by the exchanges that, that the token trades on. Okay. So just to reiterate, the, that change is going to be February 2022. Uh, for the migration, yeah, okay. exactly. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the uh, the goal. Uh, hopefully, the security audits come back quickly. We never know how long sometimes that can take. But uh, on our on our side, we're pretty much uh, almost wrapped up with where we need to be on uh, on getting the the migration done. Okay. And and what's your roadmap look like for the rest of 2022 with uh, more of the rollout? What are your what are your your team and you know the plans over at Carnumly? Yeah. So uh, as I mentioned, um, we're going to be we're, we're finishing up the development on the app. And then the first feature that we're going to have is car chain. So you'd be able to when you do maintenance or when you purchase a new vehicle, you'd be able to record all of that on the car chain. So uh, the hope is to have that done soon um, with development. There's always bugs and things that come up. So we don't have any hard set dates. But uh, it should be very soon. Uh, we're, we're almost where we need to be uh, on the app when it comes to, to car chain. And then we'll follow that up with car DeFi. Uh, yeah, but we don't want to, we don't want to come out with hard, hard dates. Cause if, uh, you know, through development, if we're unable to meet those things, then, uh, we don't want that to, to make people frustrated or anything like that. But yeah, though, the priority for now is getting a uh, car chain done within the app. And we're almost where we need to be on that. So, uh, it shouldn't be too long now. Okay. And, and if our listeners want to stay in the conversation with you guys and be part of the community, where where do you interact uh, with your community? We're pretty active on Telegram. And then uh, we have a Discord channel as well. So they could go to either of those two places. And even me and the CEO get on the Telegram on occasion and, uh, you know, and send messages and stuff and respond to people. We try to be very, uh, very available and not closed off like some other organizations. Okay. No, that's... That's great. And, and the links uh, are on our website, New to Crypto, under uh, today's episode, all of your guys' links. So people can just head over there and uh, won't even have to type in the website directly. You just uh, access and find you guys, be part of your community. Is there th- anything else you want to share with uh, the world, with what you guys you know, have planned or anything? Yeah, well, I mean, we're just very excited to be rolling out our solutions, and uh, you know, uh, it's one of those things where it can't, it can't come fast enough with with crypto and uh, and as fast as all of that has has been evolving uh, for us to finally get on the scene and be able to uh, market our products to dealers, and then you know, allow consumers to be 
uploading their information and providing all that transparency. It's, uh, you know, it's something that we've been working on for a long time. We're very excited and, uh, you know, we're here, we're working and, uh, you know, we're not going away. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that people get, I guess, a little bit concerned about with, uh, with crypto projects is these pump and dumps or they raise money and run off. It's not at all what we're doing. That's why we're doing this interview. Um, you know, we should make sure that people are, are feel confident in knowing that, the team is here. We're working, and though development is slow sometimes, uh, you know it's it's still being worked on every day, and we're excited to be bringing our solutions to market. Awesome! Yeah, I mean everything that you guys have been building, it's it's actually a, a large project to do the build out of each component to have an entire platform. You know, that's uh, kudos to you guys for and your team. For Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, making sure the whole time we're in compliance, especially on the crypto side, you know, and then with people allowing uh, them to make their car payments, we've got to make sure that when people make a car payment, a lot of the uh, finance companies or the banks, when uh, they receive those payments, they want them in USD. So facilitating the, the swap from crypto over to USD or whatever other, you know, there's a lot of back end stuff that needs to be negotiated and worked out. Yeah. You know, so definitely. Hey, can you share with our, with our listeners, how, how did you guys make the decision to actually choose Avalanche to move over as opposed to, you know, some of the other, you know, their options out there? What were the benefits that, you know, you and your team, you know, saw with Avalanche? Well, for one, Avalanche is based here in the U.S., which is where we're based. And we sponsored a NASCAR driver, Landon Castle. And so he knows the CEO of Avalanche pretty well. And so we got to talking to him and just felt like it would be a really good fit. Uh, for us, especially being based here in the United States and just battling some of the things when it comes to listing on different exchanges, having that good relationship and a really good rapport with them, as opposed to, you know, listing on another or, or migrating over to another blockchain where we don't have access to those people. So this would just allow us to be able to do that a little bit better. But then also the, uh, you know, Avalanche has really come on the scene lately and uh, with the speed of transactions and the cost has been another major factor. So sort of looking at all of those different things, that's sort of why we figured that uh, Avalanche would be a really good fit for us. Awesome. Yeah, no, I really like Avalanche. I did an episode all about it. I actually would love to interview the the CEO as well on this show. But yeah, no, for Avalanche sure. is a great project and the speed. And then, as you mentioned, the cost, you know, is significantly right. less than, you know, currently with, say, Ethereum. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's exorbitant right now. I, I, I don't even want to look at ERC-20 tokens as it is. <laughs> Anytime I find a token that trades on Uniswap, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not interested. Josh, man, we thank you for uh, for unpacking and, and sharing information here about the exciting things that, that you guys have going in Carnomaly and and the depth of all the different components and actually building this out as to, you know, where it's going to be in, say, Q2, Q3 of this year and, and the years to come. I mean, you guys are really building something sustainable for the decades to come. And man, totally support what you guys are doing. It's awesome. Well, we thank you for having us. For, uh, really you know, appreciate you giving us the time to come on here and sort of explain some of the stuff. And you know, we just look forward to where we're heading. Can't, it can't come fast enough, us getting our solutions. We're, we're hammering the developers every day. Come on, like, help us, help us meet our deadlines. Like, we want to get this stuff out. But you know, it's a work in progress. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for coming out, Josh. And uh Definitely like and subscribe to the podcast if you like today's episode. Head over to the site. You can find out where to where to access and, and hang out with Josh online and his team and the entire community at uh, Carnomaly, as well as read and learn everything that they have going on their website. And uh, I, I highly recommend that you do that. Chime in here tomorrow for another special episode. 
Until then, make it a great day. Thanks for tuning in to New to Crypto Podcast. If you liked the episode, be sure to follow and subscribe. You can listen to every episode on all major platforms. Have an interest in being on the show or want advertising? Reach out at newtocrypto.io. Head over to our site, newtocrypto.io, to access the resources mentioned in each episode. Until next time, remember to navigate the crypto landscape with pinpoint accuracy.